Good morning. It's Saturday, October the 29th, 2022. And I'm Robert Edward Booth of threeoaks1.com. And uh, I've just been pondering this week's message. And I've had several thoughts about Jesus's mission and cumulatively off the hoof after thinking think, thinking about it, you know, what I'm going to share. I'm going to share about some thoughts about, you know, just some thoughts about how the divine has worked with me and seeing more clearly what a mage might represent you know th- that's part of my message the the degradation that goes on the degradation of society that that's a common expression the degradation of society it's terrible but try not to get it all negative there's still people and we're still on this planet together it's a, Try not to do an energy thing to yourself. You know, like a smile is contagious. You know what I'm saying to you? If, if a smile is contagious, how much would a frown do, you know? And, and when you have that bad energy going because you've seen everything and, and cynical, you know, and that might be your nature. That might be your perfectly natural way of responding because of let's go with astrologies or numerologies whatever influence and and an energy you know we we live in a divine one crystal sea of energy if you will crystal sea of energy that has manifested what jesus called everything an illusion everything it's all an illusion look look beyond that what the the presented truth is to to the ultimate side there originally had to be energy used in creating what energy changes forms into that giving the alchemical you know result of 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 the types of energy that might go into a particular manifestation you know so that this creation was manifest after these energies were utilized to create uh an actual sustained and, and I'll support a lot of my stuff with what we do have written and, and there's reasons for that there's complete reasons for that and that's why I'm talking about a mage a mage in one definition in one definition a mage is accused of knowing everything I don't know that that's a correct definition and here's why degradation uh, I'll say it again, degradation of society. Karl Marx, you can tell I'm somewhat educated. I, I'm somewhat a scholar. How do you like that? Either you are or you ain't a scholar. I'm not a scholar. I won't profess to be a scholar, but I'm scholarly. How's that? I'm scholarly in a sense that Karl Marx, I, I'll, I'll look into who said it and all the research because I did go to college some we won't talk about the depth of, of what happened in the college system in America 
they, they have to give money back. Degradation, right? Degradation. Karl Marx says when the when the women, listen to me now, when Karl Marx said things, he was accused of not working. He, 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 I think he had children, if I'm not mistaken, with his, with his maid, got caught somehow in a sex, go with at least some kind of sexual relationship with his maid. His parents gave him his house. He was accused of not working, but, but he created the governmental system. At least it was accredited with the creation or, or deeply contributing in any case, Karl Marx took to communism and into Marxism. Later, a more refined uh, governmental system than than communism, Marxism, was brought forth. Again, Karl Marx contributing. And he says, when women degrade their moral standards and, and their their ethical values and moral standards when those are lowered degraded in the in the feminine in in the in the women folk then everything listen to me now everything else degrades this is what Karl Marx observed and and the the man who didn't work but created uh communism and marxism by the time it was over deeply accredited in the in 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 the involvement and creation of communism and marxism karl marx he said when everything else degrades when the women degrade their moral values and you know you can blame the women but you you, you shouldn't do that because well there's religion and then there's cultures you know, and there's nationalities, right? And there's cultures within nationalities, sometimes ethical groups. So when you look at that across the board, you've had means for humanity to select, just like a television channel. You've had cultures and you've had uh, priests, right? You've had priests and any, any, a lot, a lot of ethical groups, cultures have had their priests, right? Uh, the ethical groups minister, but you know the Islamics is, have their 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 religion and the Christians theirs, and then you know you you have like head hippie, you know what I mean, the hippie cult, you know head hippie. So when we follow a society that has allowed that, you can't blame the women. You, you know, if the if the social order now listen to me, Karl Marx used to never work in his mom and dad gave his house, he had sex with the maid, all that. That's what they got on report on Karl Marx. Everything else degrades when the women folk give way to lesser moral standards. So we have a society that's created now, whatever energies and all, you know, when I talk about an energy healing, you know, you got astral bodies uh, your own astral body astral bodies that astral energy the thing they call astral warfare astral religions of ancient times and you have your gods right like today's world has wiccans that have altars they make to do service before a specific god if they're working with that god the wiccans use the pagan practices have a pantheon of gods that they can work with the wiccan practices and you have the christian 
religion that, that suggests that Jehovah is God and there's only one God. And then you have Babylon, listen to me now, and then you have Babylon believes that, that the ancients believed that the ancients now believed that all the gods were evil. They even had an amulet that 666 uh, protected you from even the evil of the gods with all of them being evil. That includes Jehovah, doesn't it? They counted 36 gods. It had to be Fibonacci counting. You can look up what Fibonacci counting. One and two is three, and three and and, and back to two, you know, whatever how it goes. Uh, before you're over, you add that all up. It ends up, you know, the Fibonacci counting adds up to 666. 36 gods numbers end up 666 added that way. So when you compare out this and, and you these evil gods and everything and, and you find in writings that the Gnostics now the Gnostics the Essenes were, were like a Gnostic group uh, a sect in any case a cult a sect secular beliefs separate from the mainstream cultural Jew that you know, Jerusalem and King David and all, that that was cultural Jew versus sect. The Essenes were a sect and and the uh, Nazarenes, mark my words on this because there's research done that there's no proof that Nazareth even existed as a functioning city. Listen to me, as a functioning city during Jesus' childhood, there's no real, you know, minimal minimal evidence and and not conclusive that that there was ever a city during Jesus' childhood that was Nazareth now i hate to lean one way or the other on that right because i don't know but jesus was a nazarene and they have evidence in the book of acts that uh paul was in the nazarene cult or sect the Nazarene sect, which there's other findings. Scholars have found that that amongst the prayer list of the Jew, the Orthodox or the cultural Jews I was talking about, to, to curse the Nazarene was part of their morning prayer. When you're working your prayers out, you curse the Nazarene. Jesus being referred to as the lowly Nazarene, but we don't know that there was ever a city there that he was born in Bethlehem and called a Nazarene. We don't even know if the city was there. But in light of the fact that we can put that there were sects and groups and that there are nowadays and leaders for these sects and groups, you have back to the purpose of a mage. A mage is accused in a definition to, to, to know everything, but I don't believe that. So when I define something like that, I have to think, what does it mean to me? I mean, at best, you can know a good message, right? Like a prophet or a mage could have a good message to give to humanity, like a master, like Jesus was a master, Buddha was a master, people that figure out a good way before the divine that humans can can coexist uh, knowing there is a divine spirit these mystics right i'm a mystic i belong to a mystic order the rosicrucian order 
when peace profound to you and 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 to know there's a divine spirit and develop a way that we could live as a unified people before a divine God would be an effort that a mage would try to do, but I don't see they would know at all like these definitions. See, in the degradation of society, you have the fact that there's just six, nine different, you know, six or nine different, and I say that because I don't know the exact number, all right? Six or nine different dictionaries. And you could use Google nowadays, and you can look at all of it, but sometimes two and three of those don't really agree, right? They don't, like, you have to struggle to find likenesses in the six or nine definitions, right? Degradation, right? Degradation. So everything, your services deg- degrade, the services, the, your, your social life deg- degraded, your relationships are degraded, everything because you've allowed and and i won't blame the women because that's why you get the better half thing the the better half's allowed it you know so the men folk in a social order have allowed that there can be sensual society sensual society and that and that you can pick a wife and that and that the wife can win your love and all the whole cleavage you know uh, tease of it that goes on throughout our social order and if, if the men folk have allowed that and women folk have allowed their morals and things to go down in relationship to what the men folk approve of you know don't blame the women don't blame the women the, the men folk approve of it all the cat calls and everything goes with it and you say, where, where is your religion? The degraded, degraded right along with everything else. So I don't profess to know a lot of these things. I know they've got a Bible that says it. That's what's worked to me. Come out of Rome, I can tell you all about that. Uh, but degraded because people won't tell you that. Make a good living, support a wife, kids, social expectations, all covered. Go to church and preach to it, tell you 100% believe in a paradigm. It's a paradigm created that that you believe and accept it it's a paradigm look up what a paradigm is you can look up the six or ten different definitions a paradigm you accept it but you don't know it simply like the the you know where jesus compared them to vipers you know if you don't know it say you don't know it my grandfather would say if you don't know say you don't know well i can't say i know that and i won't lie to your brother you know what i'm saying but but I can tell you what they say outside of that, inside of that too, on a whole lot of it. That's what a study want to do. Now, as far as a message that a mage comes with, now I don't believe that a mage knows everything, but I do believe that a message like a prophet, if, it, if maybe a prophet and a mage might walk hand in hand. I told you, I, I don't like the whole six to ten definitions, but I have a message. I have a message that you can't use what you're doing for religion with with the king that made that sacrifice and the shame that you bring to that king when you do when you do this when you do mathematics and you look don't don't ridicule what i'm saying if you put an equal sign to the input and the output now a salesman he'll tell you more good gets done through christianity there's not a complete lie attached to that 
Christianity does a lot of good things that is cannot be taken away from the Christian organization of the world today. It cannot. And, and people's lives are changed. That cannot be denied. Cannot. I told you a mage doesn't know everything but necessarily, but a good message. That cannot be denied. But what you're bouncing off of, given the or- origins, mark my word now, given the origins of what you're working with, rabbinical law, listen to me, rabbinical law, which is separate from just the culture and stuff, there's a rabbinical law within that culture that the if, if the rabbinicals do not have control of those words, laws especially, you might get away with something of a book somewhere depending on what what anybody was expected of but if there was a law expecting of you in that community them rabbinical laws had it that nobody listen to me now nobody was responsible for that legal systems punishments or anything if the rabbinicals did not maintain that that kind of like any tribe or order of people have if it's taken out of their hands then you are not responsible for that, that tribe or that order. You can't hand educated people with internet a religion that bases its practices. Listen to me now. You cannot have a a, a religious order coming down from where it was Jewish in the Jewish order. See, a master going to develop a way that the people can live under. Didn't no master come and say, everybody have at it, we're sinless now, Jesus died. That's not in the mathematics. You might get to a bottom line figure it's better in, in practical math to have than not to have these people as far as many to be called, but you don't know what got said and what didn't get said when you really get down to knowing what you say that you know and do not know, that principle. So... This order cannot be based where, where there was likeness of, of rabbinicals being, you know, the, the rabbinical order giving you the law, which is a way that the tribe had uh, of any measure of a master who was to give you away. You see, a master is to give you away like Buddha and Jesus give you away that you can maintain and be healthy relationship with the divine and, and everything, the eternal, and that crystal sea of energy that we all know as the divine if we refer to any God at all. So when you do this message giving, you realize that society has degraded to the point of your goods and services all degraded. So we just accept this paradigm and go in this ritualistic attendance to church where you're just like putting your shoes on every morning. You know, this is a ritual thing I do. I get up, I, I have my coffee, I put my shoes on. I go to church on Sunday. That's nonsense. Oh, and I learned this today. We, you know, I mean, there's intricacies to life and you can learn this fact and they can pick this artifact up. 
but you might get some some that's true you know but you can't bounce rules listen to me the ethic and stuff involved you you can't bounce these rules of society like any order had that rabbinicals managed listen to me now the rabbinicals managed the order and the law that you were responsible for in this way listen to me in this way that your people were to manage it and masters entered the picture jesus was a master as best i know right i can't tell you i know I feel it's safe to assume that Jesus was a master. Everybody else does. So, okay, develop this way. That's what they do is a master develops this way. So, no, this way wasn't have at it, give 10% to listen to the ritualistic storytelling. Oh, and Samson did this and stuff. You don't even really know that Samson did that. You don't really know it. Listen to the viper statement. You're like a viper. You say, you know, you don't know it. You don't know it. So that's nice of you to present a book that the Romans gave you. And after you do a case history of the Romans and what went on, you wouldn't trust that in a real life scenario, right? You would not trust that in a real life scenario. If you had those increments, those elements, you would not trust that. If you know that, you can't hand that to kids and wives and and, and businessmen. Listen to me now. And I don't mean to point fingers, but but you can't take those generalized things. And excuse me if you're in that. But you, you can't just take that and say, here's this book we're going to be obedient to. By the time it's over, you know what you're going to find. You know what you're going to find? That you're as forgiven as I am. Yeah. By the time it's over, it was okay to lie and everything else in the justification of things that it's okay for me to do in grace. You have all that going on in your household. It was okay in grace for you to do that where there used to be an order that you was getting killed for doing that or getting kicked out of a tribe for doing that or not allowed to ever marry again. You know, and things that that law was attached to. You can't say we, we know the law and you're forgiven for these sins for 10%. That's called indulgences. You're giving away indulgence. You now can get away with breaking the law, just like the indulgences that, that uh, what's his name? Oh, Martin Luther, 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 you know, uh, the, the Roman Catholic uh, Luther, Lutheran society, you know, the one that that revolted on the Catholic Church Protestants. You know what I'm talking about. He, he found them collecting for indulgences money so that the state, the state wouldn't bring any legal something against you for these places you had paid for indulgence. That was what, you know, Martin Luther... Had, had complained one of his biggest complaints they were charging fees to get past the law well you're not doing any different if you're giving 10 percent and going to the ritual storytelling that's what you got the ritual storytelling that you do not know listen to stories that you do not know and you give them money for stories that you do not know and, and you pound it into the heads of the children everybody that you do know this this is true bible and then they can go look it up listen to me now go look it up and find out that's what the romans did the Romans did this, and, and this is what was went on with the Jew, and here's the case. By the time you put that on my table and say this compares in real life to what, then you have another person who is politically Christian and, and shameful to the king given the input and the output. You know, you, you got the input. We go into it. We get told these things, and we have the output of the behavior of society. Two-thirds of the American society professed in a certain day not too many years ago that they were Christian, two-thirds, and you have $29-plus trillion in debt. 
That's the people that are Christian. And you have 60% divorce rate, 50s and 60s percents of divorce rates at second and third marriages. That's under a, a two-thirds Christian that used to have us law and all that, that you, you'd get killed, you'd get exiled, you would never get to marry again, you couldn't dress that way. All now today's world, you see, this degraded society. So you really go find out stuff that you don't know and say that you're learning because it's true. That, it's nonsense. If you put that all on a table and could take the data today, you, a, a right-minded person in judgment over sacrifice, you can go with play safe. People will go with play safe. There's a psychology. If all I got to do is go down to the church ritualistically and listen like the rest of these people that I am saved and believe it. If there's a man hollering that right loud, believe it and all that. You know, but Thomas Jefferson said it's priestcraft because there's elemental magic being used. This kind of energy, fire energy, this will make the other go away. It does what they call transmutes the energy to something else. And you'll do that. There's a psychology, the reality of it, the tangent involved is that you'll do that. You will do that kind of stuff. You're human. So to use that, you can create an exploit in society. And you have people running in and out of that place with my king's name. I don't know if it's your king's name. My king's name, Meshach Yahshua, my king, Jesus Christ. You don't just shame him by the input and the output of what's now more or less an industrialized, you know, uh, it's a big hem haul of it. And yes, do good and everything. But that doesn't mean you have the truth. I mean, you've had a lot of success in that area, all right? You got people that do some of the best things in the world, but doesn't mean that you've got the solid truth in your hands. You've got good people, here's an element, that, that mean to do better yet, and you're holding a book shaking that you say is real, it doesn't have to be now that you've got this paradigm in this society operating of good people, and then you're going to have more success rates added to it, like that transmutation that's going to become that energy, is going to become that and that person. And because you've got that going on, there's a level of priestcraft like Thomas Jefferson accused. And, and what I'm trying to tell you is that goes on and there is a success rate. Doesn't mean you have what you profess you have. And an income and in, input by the time it's output from that place, the, the conventional church today, you have the two-thirds of America that are $29 trillion plus in debt, have a 50 and 60% divorce rate, second and third levels. You have daughters wearing makeup and little outfits that look like street-walking hookers. You know, I don't mean to be funny either. It's not funny. It's not funny when you have rapes going on and that type of energy going on in, in your social order. You, you can't have men walking around with their nuts in their throat and, and little gals that look like street walking harlots checking the mailbox. They're going to get taken right off the street. You can't do that. You cannot do those things. Okay, you can do it if you don't mind hard work and sacrifice equals success and we want this type of society and these are the people we're willing to sacrifice along the way to have this type of society. And I mean, hard work and sacrifice, we just let that happen to those people because we want this type of luxury. We want to have these girls that have you know, the dress codes that they have because it's acceptable that they win the man that they want and the man, if he's got the money, the elites of society, you know, 
If he's got the talent even, and you can use that in a churn, like a mill, like mill work where you take boards and turn them into other boards. So now you've got a selection, a mill. You can mill things out of that. And, and if you can learn about that principle, then you can watch what they're doing with that church system nowadays, input versus output. You got good people going in, what they're coming out with is they know what they don't know. And by the time it's over, good influences, you have success rates. People that quit smoking, quit gambling, influence better, working harder, doing this half the time, and they won't even agree with what early Christianity had anything to do with. But they're successful now. They're not in that bad habit. Good influences are magic, elemental magic. These influences transmuted that energy into that, and now that person's better. That's good. There's nothing wrong with the fact that that person was healed. There's nothing wrong with that. But it does not mean that what you're working with is what you say you're working with. An input versus output. You could do the elemental magic in a healing ritual of some type, but you don't need to drag your king's name through it that made that divine sacrifice that you ever got any material, disputable material, that you got any material that states those things. I would stay away from that. Put it where it belongs. The history we have has these things. We're going to behave judgment over sacrifice. We're not going to sacrifice these areas. We're going to pass judgment rightful and do the best we can to serve the light we see. There once was a man these stories argue about that we do not know. This church system has this amount of success, but that does not make it the bottom line what they're selling to you. What they're working the mill that has the good people to influence these and, you know, the outcome is this. It ain't even early Christianity ain't even going on. You got the societies you're doing hard work and sacrifice and a real style and profiling, but you got the, the energies and things that also created in the hard work and sacrifice principle that you just sacrifice certain things. Oh, in that same meal, in that selection of a woman, you got gambling gets produced. Need a little extra money, I can take my 200. Here's a little temptation. Guy at work's got a little piece of paper trick. You got to take your numbers up. They're going to draw a number on Friday. Put your $10 in. Before you know it, you got a casino going on. You know what I mean? Then you got adultery going on because look, you know, look at this girl. She's down there working where the money's going to be extra. He just won $400. Come here, sugar. So by the time you create all that in this convenience-run Operation Social Order, calling it Christianity, you shame, you shame our king. You shame him, and you bring that this is what he brought to you as any kind of a mage or a mystic. So that's what I do. I'm Robert Edward Booth, and I do the same thing. I'm telling you, you can't run things like that. I'm calling for reform of the, of the church. I'm calling for worship of the divine. I'm taking the blinders off of you, and I'm doing it at threeoaks1.com. I wish you'd go there and join me. Look at the information. I give you just like a well-worthy debate for your position standing with me. Stand with me. Stand with me and let's rectify what's going on and let's get rid of this hard work and sacrifice for a social order that, that men have improved and stamped and brought forth in the, in the mash of things where these elements are working this strength of them and everything. And here goes the outcome. Let's make the outcome something that is rightful before a divine spirit. The outcome, a great and terrible spirit even. I'm not going to tell you that you have to be a certain religion necessarily, but you do need to be approvable before a divine spirit. You've got religious orders and cultures. You've got things that have stu stood for ages practices 
And, and unless you know that, you can't just throw a Bible at them and say, I know because this Bible says, unless you know that before the divine, which is God, then you need to leave them people that have stood for that amount of time based on some evidence and real evidence. The divine has allowed them to stand for that amount of time doing their cultural practices. And if they know that, then they know that compared to you know that. Uh, we can make a culture like that before a divine in respects to those things. You know, unless you do know differently, then that's just breaking of bread and spiritual practices. You can't just, you know, say this culture goes because I got this Bible. That's nonsense. God said, no, that's what you've got. Roman said between that and, and you got rabbinical laws that you're not responsible for that. So so any fear tact or any transmutation of energies that that becomes driving this meal work through this church system, then in the end brings forth 29 trillion in debt and 50 and 60 percent divorce rates, gambling casinos so you can win the woman of your dreams who's got her boobs showing to, to win you and here comes the money hunting was you know you can't do a society like that and have your daughter going out wearing speckled uh, fingertips and things and and lip gloss that shines like like sex oil and things and walk them out to the mailbox while there's men walking around trying to get through it all by the time you know by the time it's over you got the ones that's doing the best according to any early christianity hurting the worst hurting the worst and then you got you know sex tits walking around half of them being the deprived people in society because you got a money base you know i want to win him sure there's a lifestyle attached boats and cars and and houses and, and, and $1,200 cell phones. But I mean, you got the other side of it. Jesus said, hate money. And, and there's books on top of books that, that show that, no, even though the priest craft stood up there and told you that Jesus never really meant that, you better look again. He said, the seekers of wealth is theirs. It's not the kingdom. He said that in some of the Gnostic writing, the seekers of wealth. So you see what I'm saying? It ain't a money thing. And, and they make it that. And when you time you add the ingredients, sex drive and you know, prestige and all the things that humans desire, you end up with the meal work going on out of the church. You, you get money for the preacher and a social order, and, and he gives away money of the wealthy people that, that called it service to God, and, and a lot of good things get going on. But I'm telling you another thing, that's all hocus pocus. Because you don't have the culture, you can't put people in that order and tell them you do, you're not going to do that. Psychologically, you're not going to do that. You're not going to say, here's this material that came from here. These hands have been on under these circumstances, and you need to do this. So you can just kiss that goodbye. The rest of it, shame to your king saying that he's the one that organized what you're bringing forth. Tab A, slot B. Here comes the incoming good people decided to go to God. For some reason, by the time all the good and bad in them was over with, they got up and went to God. What'd you do with them? Milled them right out? Here's the systematic garb. Uh, believe and receive and all that. You might as well get a, one of them McDonald's land things or any franchise, buried a piece of paper. Would you like French fries with that? You know, by the time it's over, you still got young ladies all around, look like street walking hookers, and you got men crazy to get them and money game to, to be a whole lot of the influencing factor because you got this lifestyle. Can't do it. You can't do it that way and have much to do with early Christianity. You can't have them this book work this mill out of it and shame that king. I'm telling you right now. I look at magic. I look at divine, you know, influence and uh, divine countenance, if you will. That's what I try to measure with when I do a lot of that judgment over sacrifice. I look for divine countenance. 
and, and energies and transmutations of other energies and things. And I'll watch what they're doing to you using that system. I'm Robert Edward Booth, 3oaks1.com. I wish you'd join me there. Peace to you and peace profound.